0: Hello and welcome to another episode of You Underestimate, my podcast. I'm Kenobi. And I'm Jeff. how are you today? I am not great. I am sick.
1: Um, but... I'm excited to talk about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 today. How are you?
0: I am actually really good. And I've been playing a lot of Guardians of the Galaxy. In today's episode, we'll be talking about uh, Visions... Season 2 in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I wanna talk about Mission Season 2 first. Leave the best for last. Okay. What were your thoughts on the first episode of uh Vision Season 2? Well, it was okay.
1: Um I think it definitely wasn't the best one. Um the animation style. At times was hard to look at because it was so bright and all, there was all that stuff happening. Um, that Sith in it looked really cool.
0: He reminded me a lot of Darth Malgus.
1: Yeah. I don't have a lot to
0: talk about for this first episode. This episode, I thought it was pretty good. It wasn't the best. The colors, I agree, I agree were kind of hard to look at. But the duel was, might have been the best part and might be one of my favorite duels in visions. It's counting season two and season one. I don't understand how our lightsaber went yellow and red. (laughs) This is the only thing that I have questions on because that's, we've never seen that before. I like lightsaber being two colors. Yeah,
1: it was a little strange. But overall, I think it was an okay episode. I think the best part was the the design of the Sith.
0: Yeah, that, I think that's the, be- the best part. He was amazing in this. So what, what would you rate this episode out of 10?
1: Probably...
0: i would rate it a good 7.5 i think it was okay if you compare it to the other episodes then it'd be like an eight but a standalone i think it's a 7.5 on to the second episode what were your thoughts on it uh it was pretty creepy
1: very creepy. I was not expecting the the ghost or the Sith to start screaming like that.
0: I did not like that screaming. It it was really loud and weird.
1: And I well, I guess it's called Screecher's Reach, so I guess that kind of hinted at at it, but that made it no less um startling and disturbing. Uh. Yeah the animation style was fine there it it wasn't like it wasn't anything that really stood out and it wasn't bad it uh well the 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 person that she went off with in the end was a sith so i guess she's training to become a sith which is if you compare it to all the other episodes in season 2 i think all of them have like good endings and happy endings for the main characters, but not this one because yeah, she started training to become a sith. uh I really don't have anything to say other than
0: that, yeah, you I mean, you said really all that happened in the episode. this episode was okay if you compare it like I said to the rest of the season. I would give it, personally, a 6. I didn't really like it, and I was zoned out most of the time. But What would you rate it?
1: Probably another 6.5. Okay,
0: that's, that's fair. I agree with that. What are your thoughts on the third episode, In the Stars? It was... Strange... Um. That's really all I have to say. I have there's something that I noticed through visions season one and two. That's really annoying me. Is that how these random kids use the force? It's like they're force sensitive. The person know like their caretaker knows, and. They get caught with the Force or something. They learn how to use it. It's very random. That's one of my least favorite things about... uh Well, it is my least favorite thing about Season 1 and 2. Is that they randomly put Force-sensitives in the episode. And so Force-sensitive men- force children don't feel as special. Because it's just every other episode about... Like, the kid is a Jedi. And... <coughs> She's like turning into a Jedi, or her, in this case, her. It's just super annoying how magically learns the Force. We don't know how she eats the Force. Well, obviously, it's like a short episode, seventeen minutes, so you can't explain a lot. I I just don't like how they randomly use the Force, in their in every other episode, like in Screecher's Reach. I don't know if she used the Force, but she's got to be a Sith. It's like they're adding Jedi and Sith as the main conflict in almost every single episode's episode.
1: Yeah, I guess. Um. Yeah, I think, like you said, pretty much almost every episode had a Force-sensitive kid. Um... I guess it is Star Wars. So when uh, they tell the studio that to make a Star Wars, uh, like a short Star Wars episode, they just want to do like Force and Jedi and Sith stuff. Uh, yeah.
0: What do you rate this episode out of ten?
1: Uh,
0: five. I would also say five. It wasn't the best. The animation style was good, but it wasn't... I don't know why, but when I first was watching the episode, the animation style was, like, not my favorite. So, the score What are your thoughts on episode four? I am your mother. So, this one was made
1: by Ardman, which uh, is a British company that makes a lot of stop motion uh films and TV shows and uh I I was excited to see that they were doing a Star Wars thing um but really I don't I think S- Star Wars isn't really uh like good a good fit for that style of animation so i think it it just wasn't super interesting like it was kind of cool to see this star wars stuff in uh like clay and like claymation but honestly i don't think like I think Ardman should stick to stuff that's not Star Wars.
0: But I agree with that. It was it's good animation style in good Studio, but it doesn't match with Star Wars and this episode wasn't it was very I don't want to say weird. It was just confusing. It's she wants to be a racer. But this is like a family race thing, and there was a ship that looked like the mantis from Jedi Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor. Did you notice that? No, I haven't played them. But do you know what the mantis looks like? I do. <clears throat> I don't. Um. So I noticed that there was like a mantis type type ship in this, which was cool to see. I don't know why I just didn't like this episode. I thought it was going to be really good because, well, you you've uh, you talk about Armin Studio like it's really good, cool, really good. So I thought this could be a really good episode, but it overall wasn't. Well, this is just my opinion. What would you rate it out of ten? Probably a five. I would go with a five two the season isn't great so far, but the fifth episode, I think is my favorite but what are your thoughts on it?
1: uh, the fifth episode,
0: yeah, which one is that? Journey to the dark head
1: oh yeah, um, it was fine. it was uh I don't know if it was my favorite, but it was good um and I, I was a little confused because I thought that the main character was a Jedi, but I guess she wasn't- she isn't a Jedi, but she was with the Jedi Council, and it- I, I don't know, that part confused me a little bit, but overall, I think it was pretty good.
0: Yeah, this episode- I think... Actually, no. It is my favorite. I don't think it's my favorite. I know it's my favorite. The animation style reminded me a lot of anime, which is a good and bad thing, in my opinion. But I just love the duel on this. The music was good. I didn't fully understand the ring thing and why they were on that planet. But to see the... Jedi's backstory with this Sith I thought was really cool to see. And this Sith was like challenging him on to like join the dark side. Which I thought was I thought was pretty cool. I don't, it was the duel in this was amazing. And I think it's my favorite duel of visions. It might be better than uh Oh, what's the first episode of season one called?
1: Oh, what's it called? Sith.
0: Oh, the Sith? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. So this episode was, I would give it a... I would give it an 8.5 out of 10. That's how much I liked it.
1: What about you? I would probably give it a 7.5. Or maybe... No, I'll, I'll give it an 8.
0: Yeah, it was... It was pretty good. What are your thoughts on episode 6, The Spy Dancer? Um, This one... uh,
1: I don't really have any thoughts. It was... I I didn't think it was super good. Um
0: and that's pretty much it. I agree with you, it wasn't that great. But I mean, I had an officer an imperial officer that I thought was that looked like Krennic. So that's really all I have to say. But, like the title basically says it all. She's a spy dancer. And her son was taking away taking away from her, so she reminded him of who he is, I guess. But what would you rate this episode out of ten? Four point five. I would give, give it, it a four. A, yeah, I'd give it a four. It wasn't great. It's like one of those episodes you're gonna forget when you think of Visions. What are your epi- what are your th- what are your thoughts on episode 7? Episode 7 is is that the pit the bandits of go work. Oh. This episode I just watched recently. Anyways, this episode was really good. I loved the music in it. The duel at the end. But to be honest, the train sequence was really boring and it only gets good at the end and again with the little child using the force just I don't like that so that made me only think of what I didn't like about this episode until at the end when we get to see the Inquisitor So I thought the Inquisitor was really cool to see. And the Purge Troopers, which are also in Jedi Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor. So that was amazing to see. And to be honest, that's basically all I remember, is the Purge Troopers and the duel at the end. Yeah, they didn't
1: really explain uh, why the two were running like, escaping somewhere. Um, or maybe they did and I just missed it. But I think it was a pretty good episode.
0: I would rate it a 8 out of 10. Yeah, so would I. The music, did you, uh, I mean, what did you think of the music? I don't remember the music at all. It was, like, a mix of kind of Indian-type music and Star Wars all in one, and it's just... It was really good, and I want to find it so I can add it to my... one of my playlists for Star Wars music. It was really good. What were your thoughts on Episode 8, The Pit? The Pit, uh, I think...
1: it Out of all of them, this season, it was probably the most anime... Uh, and there there's nothing wrong with that, I just, I think, um, since season one they did entirely anime, I think in season two they should've stuck to not anime, if that makes sense, but, I uh, the episode itself was okay. Um, I don't have a ton of thoughts on it. Uh there was like that one of the the um that creature thing that was helping the guy escape the pit by uh burrowing the holes. Uh wasn't really impressive. Like it was just it looked pretty normal.
0: Uh yeah. I would also agree it. I wouldn't say it was the most anime episode. I would think it would. I think the pit and journey to the dark head for tied for like the most anime episodes, which isn't a bad thing. But this episode was not really interesting. It was just about a pit of miners trying to get out in, like, Rally Against the Empire, I guess. Um, looking for kyber Crystals. They didn't really explain that.
1: Yeah, uh... Also, at the end, when they all started chanting, follow the light or whatever, that was kind of cheesy.
0: I so- didn't get that, because, like, where do you get follow the light from? It was completely dark outside, and they had no light. What Out you- of ten, I would rate it... Uh... It wasn't the best, so I guess six point five. I mean, it wasn't the worst, it wasn't the best, so six point five. I would give it five. Five is fair, but I don't. I don't know why. Just six or six point five for me. What were your thoughts on episode nine? Was that Ow's song? Yep.
1: Yeah. Uh, the animation style was again. Uh, stop motion, which was cool, um, I think it wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible, it was, like, uh, kind of forgettable, the story, because nothing super crazy happened, but I guess this thing, this, like, weird, I don't know what species they are, but She sings, and it makes the Kyber crystals, makes the Sith Kyber crystals purified into normal ones, which doesn't make a ton of sense.
0: I agree. It didn't make a lot of sense. And out of all the nine episodes, this one was my least favorite. I think same with season one. My least favorite one was probably episode nine. I don't know if I might remember, but this episode was. The animation was good. It was just very con- confusing, this story was. I didn't pay attention a lot through all of it because it was just so forgettable. I think when I think of Vision Season 2, this is going to be the most forgettable episode. But do you have anything else to say about this Not episode? Good.
1: Not really. I <clears throat> I would probably give it a 5, maybe a, 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 I'll give it a 6.
0: I would give it a 4. <laughs> okay. Oh. So, so before we go into Guardians, what was your favorite and least favorite episode?
1: My favorite
0: my favorite was
1: probably um hmm. either journey to the dark head or ban-
0: or <clears throat> or the bandits of golak Yeah I would I would also agree What was your least favorite one uh, probably the spy dancer. I well, I said my least favorite one is episode nine. Or is it? What's her name again? Or is like, or... our song, our song. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't know. It's, just, it's not my favorite. Yeah. So... so, anything else to say for visions?
1: Not really. I'm ready to move on to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Okay. More your thoughts on this amazing movie? Yeah, like you just said, it was amazing. It was very good. Um, spoilers to anybody who hasn't seen it. Uh, everybody was assuming that, or not everybody, but people were assuming that, uh, that at least one member of the Guardians would die. And, uh, to be honest, I'm a little disappointed that none of them died. Uh, I agree. Just because I was expecting one of them to die. And I think it, made, it would have made it more dramatic and sadder if they had died.
0: 100% agree. It was. I wish one of them died. Not to be mean to any of the characters or the story, but I think you would have made it more dramatic, like you said, more s- sad and like like I guess it's kind of good they didn't kill off one of the characters because they've been doing that i have they been doing that in the m c u yeah
1: uh they killed off a lot of characters in Wakanda Forever and, uh, I think they killed off MODOK in, in Quantumania, but lately, lately, uh, they, they haven't been killing off a lot of characters.
0: Yeah, well, this, this movie was really good. And the soundtrack was really good. The villain, I thought, was going to be the golden guy. What's his name again?
1: Yeah, Adam Warlock. I thought he would also be the main villain. But, (coughs) sorry, Uh, it turned out to be the High Evolutionary, who I actually thought was a great villain. And I thought he was the perfect villain for the... uh, The end of the Guardians of the Galaxy as we know it. And I think um, he fit into the story really well. And they did a good job on him and making him really uh, intimidating.
0: I agree on everything you just said. It was a perfect villain for the end of the Guardians of the Galaxy trilogy. I think they're not going to make a fourth one. Because, wait, did you watch the second end credit scene?
1: Yeah, it, it did say that Star-Lord will return, which will probably be in Secret Wars. That's and exactly we've also heard that um the Guardians of the Galaxy will probably return, but not the same. So probably the group that we saw at the end with, with uh, Rocket and Cosmo and Kraglin and Groot and the weird furry thing and the kid. I think they will probably show up in
0: something. Yeah, at least one new project that I think will come out before Secret Wars. Well, that's just that's just my thoughts. This episode was not episode. So you said talking about a show. This movie was just so good for the wait, and we had to wait six years for Guardians of the Galaxy film and for marvel not being great the uh this year and last year this movie actually gives us hope for the MCU yeah so it was super good the soundtrack i said was good villain was good it was just overall an amazing film
1: yeah um i think um since it the wait was so long between uh, movies and everything, I kind of forgot what was happening. And at first, I didn't remember why Star-Lord was all upset. Um, I actually noticed something in the second end credit scene uh, with uh, Peter's grandpa. That uh, little Easter egg. I don't. Do you want me to talk about it now? Or wait a bit? Uh, if you want to talk about it now, you can. Okay, so, remember in the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special where they kidnapped Kevin Bacon?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. In the newspaper that his grandpa was reading, it said "It said, uh, Kevin Bacon shares all about his alien abduction. I also noticed that. That was,
0: was pretty funny.
1: Yeah, that I think that was a good callback because... So far, it wasn't linked at all to uh the holiday special, so I thought that was a great um, also another thing that I like that didn't make a ton of sense to me was groot because he was like this in the holiday special too, and I don't know why he's like this because he was the normal groot that we know in the first one, then he became baby groot, then teenage groot. And now he's this other Groot. And to be honest, I don't like this design of Groot that much. I prefer the original one from the first movie. Uh, And then at the end of this movie, he's even bigger and he's like, he's gigantic. Yeah, he
0: was pretty big, and I also noticed something, I don't know if you noticed, but at the end, around the end of the movie, he said, man, I love you, I love you guys. Mm -hmm. Like, he actually said that. Did you catch that? Yeah. I thought that was really interesting for Groot to talk for the first time in the MC, well, not first time. He said, like, we are Groot, and stuff like that but it's like he said a full sentence without saying I am I or am or Groot what else is in this I know it was really good oh so there's one thing that I noticed about the flashbacks in that it reminded me a lot of Jedi Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor, how they did the main story and the flashbacks. It was like, you were trying as you go through the movie or story, you learn more about the character through flashbacks. Like, now we know Rocket, it was really smart, and all of his friends died when, it's like, all he knew. His friends, and he wanted to, he wanted to fly, in the cage.
1: Yeah. Uh also they like they uh they put out a bunch of clips from the movie before its release and one of them that I saw was when him and his friends were coming up with names. Um and I I liked I liked the his friends. They were Interesting, like... Uh... Teef's... The walrus... With the... Um... The... Like, the wheelchair... Like, the wheel legs... And... Floor... The rabbit... With the... Like, the... Big... Metal thing in... Front of her mouth... And then... Lola... And... Yeah... Who had robotic arms... And... Uh... I thought also that, uh, well, at first I was a little confused why that, well, I wasn't, like, confused, but the High Evolutionary's face, like, it changed between the flashbacks and the actual real time, and I was wondering why that was, like, if, if it's because he just did that to, to, like, I don't know if it was on purpose to make him more powerful or whatever. And then I was really surprised when rocket messed up his face. And then uh, it turned out that the thing he had in the real, like the main story was a mask. And we saw his real face and um, it was all messed up and he had no nose. And, so apparently, Rocket did all that, which is kind of crazy because if you look at him, his claws aren't that big. So, yeah,
0: it was it was really interesting why he did that. It's like I did notice about at the towards the end, like one of the last flashbacks that the one the face in the flashback and in the main story were different. But I noticed that towards the end of the film. It's just... It was like... It was a mask the whole time. Which I don't get how he... Because if Rocket did that to his real face, then how did he get the mask? Did he yeah. just, like, glue the skin together or make one?
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But...
0: um, Another thing
1: is that I kind of wish... Because they sort of inc- included uh, Kraglin and Cosmo in the Guardians of the Galaxy group, this movie. And I think they needed a lot more character development, because we don't really know anything about We know that Kraglin used to be a Ravager, and Yondu gave him his Yaka arrow and all that stuff when he died. And Or, he got it from Yondu, and then we know that Cosmo was sent up in space by the Russians, and that's really all we know about the characters. And maybe they're saving all that for, for whatever they're doing with this new Guardians of the Galaxy group, um. or maybe they just decided not to like, develop their characters...
0: I think they're going to have a spin-off film with the new Guardians of the Galaxy. And then we'll get some character development, which I did notice that they didn't really get any character development. But they got more than any other project in the MCU, though. But it wasn't a lot, though.
1: Yeah, um, yeah compared to how the the side characters usually like lately with the MCU how they've been developed as characters they uh Kraven and Cosmo actually got a lot of development in this like with some characters in Quantumania didn't get development and all that
0: yeah there wasn't some... and in the game I noticed that well in the movies they get character, the characters, main characters, the Guardians of the Galaxy, get character development. But in the in the game, I've been playing a lot of the game and I just noticed comparison. They've actually gotten a lot of character development. Like all the characters, in the three hours I've played this game, they've gotten quite a lot of character development.
1: Um... Is, is Kraglin, are Kraglin and Cosmo in it?
0: I'm not sure. I am three hours in, and it's a 17 and a half long game, so they could be in it, but I'm not sure.
1: Uh, another thing, that, a little Easter egg that I noticed, uh, I don't know if you remember, all the way back to the end of Volume 2, they had that, the song called Guardians Infirma, in Inferno with David Hasselhoff uh, at the end credits, and they had like a music video for it too. Um, that, like, different variations of that played throughout this entire movie, which, uh, was a nice little Easter egg. There was, there's also, um, another Easter egg that I saw was Howard the Duck in or, like, in some restaurant on Nowhere playing cards with Kraglin. Um, yeah.
0: I also noticed... One thing that I noticed was Kraglin and Cosmo forming an actual, like, friendship in this, which I thought it was pretty cool. for Like, a, a space dog and uh, Kraglin... And he said, Cosmo tried to get uh get Kragan to take back that he was a bad dog and make yeah. a good dog. <laughs> that was funny. Which I kind of relate to that because my dogs, I have four of them right now. They want pets and attention all the time, and they just follow you. I mean, it kind of relates, but like not. If I don't, if I call him a bad dog, then they won't try to make, make me take it back. Yeah. Um, that's kind of all
1: that I have to say for, for this episode or this movie.
0: It was a good movie, but it wasn't. I think it was. I know critics are saying this is the best movie since Endgame. I think this is the best movie since No Way Home. Because that was really good. And I think No Way Home is better than this movie. I don't think it's better than any... It's the best movie since Endgame. I think it's the best movie since No Way Home. But what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I... I I actually thought that it was the best movie since Endgame uh because No Way Home I thought was good but I just think I that it wasn't as good as I I I like I like this movie better than No Way Home so yeah.
0: interesting
1: Anyway, that's all that I have to say for this episode.
0: think so too except well i um, I know I've said I think I said this in the last episode that I was gonna record a Jedi Fallen Order review and Jedi Survivor thoughts but now I can do a Jedi Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor review because I beat Jedi Survivor in about a week so I will do that review probably record that Monday well this is release we're recording this on Sunday 7th may 7th we'll release it may 9th if everything goes well and i'm gonna record it the 8th probably because well i don't have time and because i finished the games i haven't platinum them yet and if you're a playstation player you probably know what i'm talking about it's like platinum is where you complete and have all the trophies in the game Which I will work on that for Jedi Survivor first, because it was fast travel. I'll talk about that in my review, but just wanted to let you guys know that I'm going to do a review on Jedi Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor.
1: Okay, and also,
0: Tears of the Kingdom,
1: at the time of recording this, Tears of the Kingdom comes out in five days. And uh, when it comes out, I'll be doing mini-episodes on it, uh, as as much as possible and yeah
0: next episode we'll probably do a whole like a nerd episode right yeah because i i don't know if i can record usually record we record on sunday and i'm going out of town and i'm driving home on sunday so possibly i i can record later in the day And that's the only chance I can probably record. Okay, so
1: that is all for this episode. We will be back. We will probably be back next week. Um, In the meantime, it it really helps us if you write us a review on Apple Podcasts, do a poll, do the uh, do the poll or do the feedback on Spotify, tell your friends, and subscribe. Wherever you get your podcasts and we will see you next episode.
0: Or we actually want to see you probably.